0: Welcome back to Warzone Audio Bang, Rock Paper Shotgun's fortnightly podcast where we hop into the Warzone to find zombies at miscellaneous locations, apparently. We're here to keep you updated on all things Warzone and give you some of our favourite stories from the Gulag. I'm James Law and joining me is Ed Thorne. So Ed, how are you doing? Hello. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Um, next week is my is my birthday, actually, which is quite exciting. Your birthday? How old are you, Ed? I'll be That's turning exciting. 27. 27? Cool, blimey. Yeah. Getting on a bit now. Getting on a bit. How are your joints? Yeah, they're a little, you know, honestly a little bit achy actually. The back, a little bit achy. I found more, my hair's black and I found more grey hairs actually appearing. Oh, wow. Which is quite worrying. I would say that you could definitely work the grey hair look, though. Like, the Silver Fox vibe, I think, would fit you very well. Yeah, like the Philip Schofield sort of, you know. Take the plunge and just dye it all grey immediately. <laughs> I mean, that would save the embarrassment of going to the barber. So I went to the barber, like, you know, when they were open and the, uh, the, the lady pointed out that, I had grey hairs, and actually, it was like slightly embarrassing. I've got to say, yeah. she she was you know lovely, but also she, she made a very big point of going, yeah, and like pulled it out. And was like, look at this. I Was like, all right, that's a bit, that's a bit much. Yeah, it was a bit much, but also she's very nice. Uh So I was a bit torn in, in how to react to it. So <laughs> I, I guess I'm like, sorry. Yeah, I sorry, don't know. <laughs> sorry for my grey hair. So 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 I'm hoping my plan is. Because uh, the rule of six will come in um, in the UK, where we're actually allowed to to mingle a little bit outside with some friends. Yeah, so we'll be we'll be hopping into the park and getting some. Uh, I'll I'll be having some tinnies. Will you be having some tinnies? Yeah, then? I'll have a little tinny tinny or two or forty. Am I right? Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> and then um, probably a bag of of knickknacks. Uh, the crisp. That's the crisp for those who don't uh, who don't know. Uh, it's a shame if you don't know about them because they're very good yeah well our warzone squad actually has a surprise plan for ed for that day so uh you know keep uh, keep an ear out for next time when we'll uh, reveal that i hope you don't shoot me we'll <laughs> just throw a flashbang through your door war war always changes Okay, so welcome to Warzone. Warzone always changes. So we're going to be talking a bit about the latest developments in the Warzone. So quick disclaimer, we're currently recording this um, slightly before we usually would. So there's a chance that uh, some massive stuff has happened by the time this episode releases. Uh, We hope that that's the case, um, because in all honesty, not a massive amount to report. Yeah, it's been quiet in Verdansk recently. It's mainly just the zombies, like we talked about last week. We had a big whinge about it. Mm. It's just zombies roaming from point A to point B to point C. Yeah, they, where have they gone? They they went to the prison, then they went to the hospital, and now they're in the bank uh, at a time of recording, which I think we've probably visited a handful of times. I honestly would not be able to tell you. I I it, I I think I recognise it. Like, it's not a named location on the map, though, is it? Like, there's not a bank spot or is there i don't know i don't think there's it's a lame location they the call of duty like tweet makes it out as if the bank is you know this real like big deal uh important big deal yeah but really it's just a very small building yeah, somewhere you pass through while looting or like when trying to like leave train station or whatever i don't know yeah we won't whinge about it too much it is it is what it is we'll be hopefully getting some uh some new stuff uh i mean as, as i say we've uh we've not left as much time between episodes this time so hopefully it's just uh something that'll change uh we've also um there's there's still been the leaked plague mode that's going to be coming in soon i imagine with the mid-season update where there's going to be zombies overrunning vedansk and if you win you exfil if you lose you get um vedansk gets nuked or whatever uh, that's still something we're waiting for. That was leaked by at ZestyCodLeaks on Twitter. And we're still, uh, that's still, as time of recording, not been put into the game. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's been a few little things. There's a uh, resurgent duos are back. So that means that after work today, Ed and I can hop in, just the two of us, not have to worry about, not have to worry about randoms ruining the fun or our squad mates squad mates letting us down. So um yeah, resurgence is back, and there's been a new uh, weapon edition. Actually, that's quite exciting. Yeah, that's uh, it. It looks cool, right? It's like a, a crossbow. Yeah, the R one Shadow Hunter crossbow is in the uh, in Cold War, but you can unlock it in Cold War and use it in Warzone. And it actually means that, uh, as noted by uh, the Modern Warzone Twitter account, that uh, you can just have an entire loadout with two crossbows in it. I think that's very cool. Which would be very interesting, and I guarantee Ed's going to try it, and it's going to cost us several games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I first need to unlock it. Don't worry, guys. I've got I've got an extra shot in here. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I first need to unlock the uh, the the thing. I need to unlock them both. It's going to be an absolute grind. Well, we've got a guide on uh, RockPaperShotgun on the best loadout to use to unlock the R one Shadow Hunter if you fancy it. Written by yours truly. Of course. So uh, I'll be reading that. Every night, <laughs> every night before bed. I will say, if you want bedtime reading, check out some uh, Warzone guys. They're very relaxing. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of about it when it comes to Warzone. Always changes. Um, by always changes, yeah, we mean still going on. It's um, it's a slow build up, I think, this season. I've been I've been still playing quite a lot because. You know, I've been working on guides. I've been unlocking guns, doing all that stuff, leveling them up. Yeah, I'm still ma- I'm making significant progress in the in the battle pass uh, on my way to getting uh, Africa by Toto in in more tracks, which is the most exciting thing. I uh, I've been quite slow on the pro like the progress actually. I feel like they've slowed down the progress bar since you know the last couple of seasons. I really struggled to level it up. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I've been playing that much less. Uh, when I, well, now I now I think of it. There's also the um. There's a lot of community calls for the uh the infamous Rose skin to be nerfed, so that the Rook skin, uh, which is a an outfit you can put on the Operator Rose, is a skin that is completely clad in black, black mask, black sleeves, black like uh gimp suit essentially, and you are like yeah unable to see this operator in the shadows and a significant amount of the um of the higher level players in the community have been begging for this skin to be uh, made at least a little bit more visible because essentially if you're hiding in a corner in a shadow in the shadows and you have this skin which you could only unlock if you bought the battle pass in season 5 uh without if you haven't done that then you can't get it uh and i i didn't actually level it up to max so i can't get it you are like invisible which is another thing that warzone always changes and a lot of the warzone community are hoping that that's one of the things that gets changed because if you go in a sweaty lobby you'll see just absolutely mountains of people with the rose skin on uh making it you know a little bit on the on the borderline of is this pay to win vibes? Who knows. I don't know if I have a, that huge problem with it. I'm not sure we. I, I mean, we're not playing in these like crazy high level lobbies, so I don't think it affects us that much. I think the only time where maybe I've been a bit annoyed by it was in the the warehouses, not the warehouses, the the air like the hangars, um, in airport because uh, they're quite dark if you sort of enter them. Uh, and there was one time where I literally couldn't see the person and I'm pretty certain they had the rose skin going. And it is a little bit like, because I, I run around in my, um I, I spent real life cod points on the park skin where she like dresses up like a like a rock star in all pink and has like curtain hair and stuff. And you also unlock like a pink gun with it. Uh, So I feel like that does put me at a bit of a disadvantage because I'm very brightly coloured and easy to see um but you know i mean i could just change that but it does feel a little bit weird when like people are picking a specific skin because it offers them an advantage rather than they think it looks cool uh which i think is why you should be using skins yeah i want to rock my um i don't even know what the name of the operator is but he's wearing like silly goggles and he's in like bright blue like i don't know like doctor uh clothing i think i locked it in like a, a zombies oh yeah uh, it's like a zombies challenge uh and i want to run it but then there's part of me which is like yeah but you know i could just be running a skin that's camo in it i don't know why, why is that crossing my mind it shouldn't be crossing my mind and it's yeah and to be fair it does mean that every time i die um i can blame the fact that i'm wearing a brightly colored skin and not the fact that i uh didn't actually check my corners that's true actually maybe i should do that i do have my excuses in early for it well, if you people game looking for a story, this is your lucky day. So, yeah, let's uh, move on to stories from the Warzone. So, we've been uh, playing a little bit of um of Warzone as we mentioned, uh, Rebirth Resurgence is uh, is here and Duo's is now uh, back on the back on the table. And yeah, we've been we've been hopping into quite a bit of Resurgence. Like um if if we hop onto the Discord for an evening and, you know, people are just like a bit a bit tired after a day of work and you know, we're just not really I don't know, maybe maybe it's just been a long day. You don't necessarily wanna to have to focus on a whole twenty, thirty-minute game of Warzone. Maybe you just wanna jump in and spray people real loose in rebirth. And yeah, we've been we've been having a solid time with that. We've been performing quite well in it as well, haven't we? Yeah, we had one evening where we just went on absolute tear. It was like a good three games of just it, everything went really well. I think we got good landings because it's a very quick start, uh, and there's just tangos absolutely everywhere the moment he lands. And I think we managed to survive the initial the initial drop, uh, and from there it kind of you know we were able to snowball and I think win a couple of games, maybe more. To be fair, that is what I like for with with Rebirth is that like if, if it's going to be a bad game, like it's over pretty quick. Yeah. Whereas in normal, in normal battle royale, like if it's a bad game, you can just like, you can spend a lot of time like pissing around with like a submachine gun with no ammo in it. And then 10 minutes later, you get sniped from the side or whatever. Whereas in Rebirth, like the good games are the ones that last, where where you're, where you're feeling it, you're getting kills, you're doing well. They're the ones that like, for, for me at least, yeah, I quite like that about it. Yeah. I like the way it's, it is. It's meant to be fast-paced, right? And I like the fact that it it always is. Yeah. Like whenever we win a rebirth resurgence, it's usually just like 50 minutes of wall to wall, absolute chaos, just craziness, uh, in just like a nice little package, which isn't like drawn out. And I think weirdly, actually. It reminds me a bit of Mini Royale. It's like oh uh, that limited time mode which occasionally comes comes around. I loved Mini Royale. Yeah, and I think really this is kind of filling that gap for us. They made a whole like other map for Rebirth, so I think that's probably why they put it in as like a more permanent mode, but God, I want Mini Royale, but and Truck Royale, uh, Armoured Royale, I think it was called. Yeah, that was probably our favourite, wasn't it? Just rolling around with the war tracks on. Yeah, Zombie Royale was really good as well, though. Um, I remember I remember thinking Zombie Royale really did rival trucks. Like, it is a toss-up for me between the two. I didn't get, really get the chance to play Zombie Royale, which, I, which makes me really sad. I, I think I might have been on holiday at the time or something, so I just totally missed the boat on it. I played one game and I I really enjoyed it and then it it was you know taken offline or whatever. That's the last time we saw it. It's a like Halloween thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it's gonna be a while. Yeah, got a few months, but oh god, penciled it in. <laughs> yeah, put it in your calendar. Yeah. <laughs> Don't take days off on, on Zombie Royale Day. <laughs> Never again. But yeah, anyway, we're well, like meta-wise. I think it's basically the same as it was last time, right? Like Far Org Car ninety eight K, and that's kind of it. Yeah, nothing's really changed. But we have tried to, once again, switch it up a little bit. And you've mentioned, actually, the LW-3 Tundra, which is the Cold War the Cold War sniper rifle that's like a bit of a hard scopey thing. And it actually turns out, according to all the statty guys on YouTube, uh, better than the HDR when it comes to both aim down sight speed and bullet velocity. So, uh, hot tip, if you're using the HDR still, um, give the Tundra a go because it... Is sort of just better. See, I've just learned that from you saying it right now. I had no idea that the Tundra was better in what seems to be most regards than the HDR. Uh, I just thought I was using it because I like I like the feel. Uh, it's quite a, sort of feels quite bulky, but but also kind of lightweight. I don't know. Like the HDR really feels like beefy, and it, you feel like you're lugging it around. Does the Tundra sort of when you hit someone it's it's a good solid you'll down them probably, but you can still run around with it. it feels fairly light um but I had no idea it had insane bullet velocity. I did think I didn't have to lead my shots that much yeah, I think the thing is it's difficult when you've been i think when you're used to the HDR and when you're used to that sort of thing like it it is going to be harder to pick up something new when it's like feels slightly different, but if you're like willing to just give it a shot and yeah, get a feel for it, and like like you say, it sort of feels good to use, which is the most the most important bit of it. Yeah, and I think it it reminds me a bit of the car ninety eight, but like heavier. It's got a slightly longer animation when you you know you shoot it, and you've got to reload it or rechamber or whatever you call it. Um, but it's it, it's a harder hitting version of the car ninety eight, which I like. Sometimes a car 98 can feel a bit like a pea shooter if you don't get the headshot. Whereas with this tundra, most shots it feels like you're going to crack armor and and down someone. I think that is like that is a that is like a feel thing though. Like because yeah. the car does crack armor if you get a chest shot, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty certain it does. I think the car is just really good. But the bullet velocity is quite slow. So like if you if you feel like with the car like it sometimes like feels like you should be getting a chest shot and then like you get an arm shot or whatever and it like feels a bit a bit harsh whereas oftentimes with the with the um tundra yeah if you click somewhere that's where the bullet will go which like does make it feel like a lot more responsive i think but yeah the car is for like yeah quick scope nasty plays doing your 360s and yeah you've been uh, you've been hitting up the uh, the lc10 a lot as well um I I don't see it, to be honest, but Ed's been... The, the lc ten's the new um, SMG that was added with the uh, this most recent season. And I genuinely don't understand the appeal. Give me an MP5 any day. The LC10 is another weird one. It, again, it, for me, it just feels really nice. It just feels like a really solid SMG. Like, no frills. It's statistically... Like probably, you know, super average. There's nothing special about it, but maybe that's why I like it because it just fires quite fast. It's quite accurate. There's not that much recoil. Yeah. You can put like the attachments on it are are quite nice. Make it ranged, make it decent for close up. Yeah. I guess like it's got the kind of like Uzi slash Milano vibe to me. Like, you know, it's useful. And if you're good, you'll be good with it. I think that's your problem, Ed you're quite you're quite good at warzone so like any gun feels decent <laughs> no i think like i think really it's probably down to the fire rate it's got like a really nice fire rate it's not too far. it's not like the mac 10 where it's like very rapid the mac 10 just sprays yeah, this it's just it's like a little bit lower than mac 10 so you can kind of shred someone at short range but it's not going to just like leap out of your hands if you haven't got the attachments on it uh, and it also makes a very nice sound as well i like the sound it makes <laughs> that's that's the yeah that's the real reason isn't it yeah it's just got a very satisfying like noise i don't know how to describe it again it's just all feel uh, with me recently ed ed operates entirely on vibes yeah <laughs> it's just got this vibes meter in my in my hands when i wield a weapon what gun has the worst vibes in the game i really don't like that lmg it's a mon warfare one no one uses it i i i don't know what it's called because no one uses it It's sometimes floor loot right m60 or something like that Yeah, it's not one of the, like the huge ones it's it's the one with like a fairly small magazine oh the holger you don't like the holger and no not the holger i don't know if i like the holger either it's like a green one uh, I'm sure the listeners probably have already clocked it, but yeah, it's... Uh, SA-87? That's the one, yeah. I just don't like it. It's too, again, feel, just something about it. Uh, no vibes. Just low vibes, yeah. It's just boring, and I don't like the way it shoots. It just wobbles everywhere. Yeah, I don't like the way it looks. Yeah, I don't, also don't like the way it looks. I feel like aesthetics are quite a big thing for me as well, actually. If a gun looks good, then it will usually feel good when you're running around with it. And then you feel kind of more confident when you're shooting. Whereas if it looks a bit rubbish, then don't. Okay, just, yeah, I never knew you were so vibes oriented. Um, I didn't. I, to me, I didn't realize either, actually, until until now. Lots of revelations this episode. Like the car, the car is like. I I like the I like the look of the car. It looks like super classic, like old school shit. Yeah. So then, like, and it feels like it shouldn't be as powerful as it is because it looks like a piece of wood that someone like carved off their 1920s car <laughs> but when it when it gets one shot your headshot you're like oh sick that's fucking lit yeah it's just it's got that classic look again i like the car because it's got that classic look i like the wooden the wooden vibe it gives off uh nice nice length <laughs> to, the, <laughs> to, the, to the barrel girthy boy want to keep up with all
1: the latest happenings in video games Well, you should listen to the PC Gaming Weekspot, RPS's weekly recap of the last seven days in PC video gaming. And Mystery Steam Reviews? PC Gaming Weekspot is a magazine-style podcast where I, Colm O'Hearn, and he, Matthew Castle, chat about all the biggest news stories. Don't forget Mystery Steam Reviews. We also give you previews and reviews on the latest video games, from the big AAA releases to the lovely indie darlings. Uh, And Mystery Steam Reviews? Every week we open up the Weakspot mailbag to answer your burning questions on everything from Xbox Game Pass for PC to how we like our eggs. Alright, go on Matthew. What? Tell them about Mystery Steam Reviews. Oh yeah, there's Mystery Steam Reviews too. A little more? Uh, That's our weekly quiz segment where we test each other's game knowledge via Steam Reviews. The clue's in the name the important thing to note is it's the part of the show where I usually kick your ass. Yeah, when you're cheating. When I'm cheating. Oh man, you are so full of shit. So download the PC Gaming Week spot every Tuesday to stay up to date on all the important stuff in video games. You can subscribe via all good podcasting apps so you never miss an episode. Or you can listen to us or watch the video version if you prefer podcasts you can look at on rockpapershotgun.com. I'd recommend watching just so you can see a grown man man me crush another grown man him in a stupid quiz about pc games i admire your belief if nothing else so go subscribe to the pc gaming weak spot podcast your recap of the last seven days in pc video gaming what's his name again
0: ryan james ryan he dropped in with 101 welcome to cod names the section where we'll uh look at the Names of various people we've faced off against in our lobbies. And speaking of vibes, think a bit about what their vibes might be like. Uh, we've got three new names for you today and they are some real corkers. And yeah, these are people that we've faced off against in Call of Duty and uh, they've left an impression on us, shall we say. So first off, we've got someone that Ed came up against. Uh, Pokemon Paulinio, which is uh, something that I never would have thought to... Put together. Uh, wh- where did you come across Pokemon Paulinho? Yeah, Pokemon Paulinho. I think we're in Boneyard. We're all we're, we're often in Boneyard. Actually, mm, we do love a... Boneyard. Actually, yeah. Um, and yeah, Pokemon Paulinho was knocking around. I think I got the drop on him. I think I shot him in the back. And he didn't really didn't see me coming. Yeah, and then I noticed the name, obviously, which is quite a combination, actually. Yeah, well, because Paulinho is. Is he, is he a Tottenham Hotspur football player, I think? Does he still play for Tottenham? You know more about football than I do. I know next to nothing. I know uh, that Wayne Rooney is a footballer <laughs> and that's about it. But Paulinho, I'd imagine, is also... Yeah, He's he's got to be a footballer. Uh, Paulinho used to play for Tottenham. Now I think he plays for um, Chinese club Guangzhou Evergrande. Right. If you're interested, dear listener. So, I, I don't know, I assume... <laughs> The the person who was Pokemon Paulinho was either Paulinho himself, maybe that was what he called himself, like his, his old gamer tag back in the day. Yeah, or it's yeah a a Tottenham Hotspur fan who I don't know enjoys Pokemon, but you're playing. Warzone. Poke- yeah, but then you're playing Quads. Yeah, it's quite strange. I mean, I guess I enjoy Pokemon, but but also play what like you can enjoy more than one thing at a time. You know those like embarrassing moments we have to tell. You're in front of the class and you're like 15 and the teacher asks you what your email address is and you say like, <laughs> I don't know, like Ninja Crisps 57 <laughs> or something at Hotmail. Uh, it's always Hotmail. It's always fucking Hotmail. I, I could imagine Pokemon Paulinho going back into the locker room. And he and uh, you know the, the coaches are you know Paulinho, I've got to send you some strategies tomorrow. Yeah, Harry Kane, Harry Kane's like yeah, Paul Paulinho, mate. Oi, tell 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 the boys what your email address is, Paulinho. <laughs> Paulinho's like Harry, stop it. Oi, and then Son Hyung Min comes in and he's like yeah, Paulinho, oi, what's your username, bro? And they all they all play Warzone together, and uh, he has to he has to tell the whole squad that he's Pokemon Paulinho gets clowned to shit for it they all roast him because it's like oh well you're not playing pokemon you're playing call of duty poor leader come on i reckon i reckon warzone is probably fairly popular with footballers as well i i reckon given the amount we've played we've probably at least been in the same lobby as a premier league footballer if not like actually like kill the premier league footballer in warzone yeah i'm pretty certain i mean paul pogba Oh, he signed for Vodansk FC, he's, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, exactly. I'm sure. I'm not sure if he's got his team together yet for Vodansk FC. No, but I mean, maybe maybe Paulinho could be a good signing. He's 32 years of age. Maybe he, uh, maybe he's had enough of the Chinese league and wants to uh, wants to move back to uh, to Europe. I don't know. Yeah, the sort of Ukraine themed league that is Vodansk FC. Yeah, I don't I don't know much about the Ukrainian league to be honest. It's been a it's been a while since I played Football Manager, but. I do wish Pokemon Paulinia the best of luck if you are listening yeah thank you very much for um for feeding a free kill You get better Pokemon Pauline <laughs> although to be fair he's probably very good at football so you know yeah to be fair if you came up against us at like on five a side pitch we'd have no chance I mean I'd have no chance Ed might be a secret secret football guy wasn't too bad at football back in the day but I'm definitely no I can use my right leg but my left leg no absolutely not yeah, I learned how to do a rainbow flick once but I can't actually do anything else. I I don't know what that is. That's when you like get the ball between your legs and then you like flick it over your head like it's a rainbow. Oh, like that's the ball cool. goes over your, from behind over your head. I can't do anything with it, but like, you know, it's it's quite a fun little fun little trick. Uh, unbelievable techers I believe they call it. Our second name here, we've got Captain Delaweed, which stuck in our minds quite a lot, I think. Um it's stuck in actually our teammate uh I don't know if we've mentioned Hiran before, he's, a, he's an occasional teammate who um, rocks up to the squad sometimes and was obsessed with the name Captain Delaweed to the point where he, he ordered some jam from me and, and asked me to, to label the package Captain Deloweed. So I had to go to the post office and mail something to Hiran Cryer with the name Captain Deloweed" on the postage stamp. Yeah, Captain Deloweed. I think it's the way actually they're just saying it. It rolls off the tongue like so well. It does. It's like, really good to say, like Captain Della Weed. Yeah, and like Captain's got the military vibe. Like, Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's like the Captain Della is quite, there's no frills there, but then you get to the weed bit and it's kind of quite <laughs> funny because it's, it's a little weed joke. Yeah. Captain Della Weed. Reminds me um, a bit of like Della Soul. I don't know why. Yeah, I was about to mention that is this, you know, Della Soul's the rapper Dela Souls, the rap group, yeah, yeah, the rap group. Sorry, God, I'm not a big Dela Soul fan. Clearly, I saw them live once. They went to um, they went to mostly Jazz Funk and Soul Festival in Birmingham, which um, if you haven't if you haven't been and you're in the Birmingham UK area, then support small festivals. Uh, it's uh, they they were really good actually. Is that the festival that's run by? The robot wars. Craig Charles, yeah, yeah. Craig Charles runs it. Um, he, I remember one time I went there. He had like just like broken his leg or something the day before, so then he's like trundling around the uh, the like Mosley Park Festival grounds on like a mobility scooter with a giant flag, and like he does his DJ set, and he's like <laughs> like limping around in like a, a giant like one of those boot thingies that you. Put on your leg when you've broken it. Captain Delawee could be also. It could be Craig Charles. It could be Delasalle. I would love. I would love to play against Craig Charles at Warzone. Uh, Craig Charles, if you're listening, <laughs> uh, join our squad. There's always a always a spot open for you, Craig. Also, bring back bring back Robot Wars. Did you have a favorite robot? Ed? There's one which will always stick in my mind. I don't know. Is it Hypno Disc? It's not hip Well, Hypno Disc as well. But I liked. There's one. Whenever I think about Robot Wars, I think of it, and it's. It's like red and furry and like round and it's got like a face on it. Are you sure this was Robot Wars? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty certain it was. And I, I can't remember what the robot... X-rated parody of Robot Wars. <laughs> I'm going to have to like look it up. It's like a red furry robot. Oh, hang on. I I found it. It's called uh, Nemesis. Nemesis. Uh, and it's... Yeah, it's got like a face, it's got a smiley face. It's red with black dots and it has two eyes. Yeah, that's this guy's ta- I have I have not seen this guy. I just got vivid memories of watching Nemesis when I was younger and it, this was like the height of Robot Wars. To be honest, I don't remember what Nemesis does. I don't know what the According to the Robot Wars wiki, uh it <laughs> it's famous for its polka dot fur which was set alight by sergeant bash constantly which That's obviously what i remember yeah sergeant bash also sounds like a war zone name i'm sure we must have run into sergeant bash uh, well actually a lot of the what were they called like those um those the house, had robots. The house robots yeah, you had yeah matilda um sergeant bash uh i think they had they the reboot of robot wars got rid of mr psycho for obvious reasons uh, it's a pretty import taste name uh, and there was Sir Killer Lot as well, who was I think the big daddy. There's gotta be a Call of Duty clan out there that's called like the House Robot. So maybe we could set one up. I did actually once go to see Robot Wars Live. It was amazing. I went to I went all the way to like the studios in Maidstone to watch Carbide rip up the stage. Uh takes ages to like fix it after every battle as well. It was kind of boring. Um definitely watch it on TV. Anyway, our final name is um is one of those hybrids where so in call of duty you can have a clan tag which is sort of a a a few letters slash numbers in brackets that you can denote your affiliation to a certain call of duty clan this guy has a clan tag ph1l which uh, the more astute amongst the listener base will know spells Phil, and their name was uh, was Mitchell. Phil Mitchell, very clever, very clever, a very clever use of the clan tag feature. I think I assume that Phil Mitchell was either taken or maybe didn't fit the word count, so they had to get creative. Maybe it is actually it's a case of the actual Phil Mitchell, uh, the East Enders. Star the ascenders character wanted to play Call of Duty. Typed in Phil Mitchell as like his his name, but then it was taken, so he had to come up with this uh, a very creative way. I like the one, yeah, uh as the I. I think that's very good. It's very like no paps, please. It's like yeah, I'm Phil Mitchell, but like don't don't talk about it. Yeah, and I like that. It it reminds me a bit of the 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 Xbox Live golden era where people had names with numbers in yeah and like D- x capital x x hardscope zz xx yeah but well, phil phil could have done that but he's kept it clean i guess it's a more contemporary look now for phil yeah you don't see many of those like hardcore x super snipes zz names anymore do you no it's just it's gone out of fashion i think but i, I I wouldn't say bring it back. I was going to say bring it back, but <laughs> yeah, I was don't like, no, I don't actually don't know cuz it looks kind of horrible. Very rubbish and there's there's only so much riffing we can do on it on on the podcast. <laughs> but I think Phil has kind of got it here. It's just a very subtle, very little subtle thing, the one I could have put some Xs in there, didn't he? Didn't didn't opt to. Exactly. Uh, my my other possible take is that it could be just someone whose name is Mitchell uh, and they've their name's been Mitchell on Call of Duty for years. But they've decided, oh my God, if I make my clan tag Phil, then it's like Phil Mitchell from EastEnders. And they, they've realised that and are very proud of themselves, which I hope is the case. I, I reckon they are, actually. That's probably, <laughs> yeah, this is probably the real take. The real <laughs> that's thing actually that's the happened, case. Uh, that This guy's actually just called Mitchell. Maybe his mates call him Phil as a joke. To be fair, very good joke. And this is like their... Bit a uh, bit of banter between them all that their clan tag is Phil. Honestly, extremely good banter. Uh, I, I appreciate it and uh, congratulations and I hope you're having a nice day, Phil Mitchell and, and his clan and the Phil clan. Yeah, big stint on EastEnders as well. So congrats on that. Nice to see you, to see you! Nicely done. Okay, and now we're going to finish up with a brand new exciting segment uh we've decided to call the captain Price's right so you've all heard of the price is right now get ready for the warzone audio bang version the captain price is right so in this segment we're going to find an item from warzone in the real world and one of us will have to try and guess how much it costs this week i'm giving a little nod to the current warzone meta and i want ed to tell me how much he reckons a car 98k is in reality so Car98K is a carbine rifle uh, chambered in the 7.92 by 57mm Mauser cartridge. Um, adopted as the standard service rifle in the German Wehrmacht uh, during Nazi Germany. Uh, one of the final developments in the long line of Mauser rifles, and it's a uh, one-shot headshot uh, Marksman rifle in Warzone. Um It's uh, in service, actually, until the present, but it is a relic of World War II. Um, Yeah, place of origin, Nazi Germany. Bolt-action rifle, um, designed in 1935, but apparently quite a good design by by Mauser and other manufacturers. So they've um, continued to make them to this day. And uh, yeah, would you like to know anything more about uh, the Kar98k and how much you reckon you could get one? On, on the internet because I've looked this up God. Um, God this is this is a tough one this is I like the car 98k in the game very uh, stylish gun but the wooden finish is nice yeah we've mentioned with the the wood is a, the wood is a good vibe Um yeah the fact that it's from Nazi Germany is a wo- much less good vibe. Yeah, no, that's a bad, that's a bad one. But I think the fact that it's been adopted uh, by non Nazis uh, in in uh war zone is um, is, I guess, a positive step for the gun. Yeah, I, I, th- I'd say that maybe the wooden finish could potentially increase the price. I don't, I have no idea what that price would be. But you I feel- reckon, like like a like a stone countertop versus a like. A glossy mahogany dresser. Yeah. Like, I see, you you know. reckon that's like kind of a, a bit of a classy one. You don't just you know, get mould these out out of metal or whatever, you know. You gotta I feel like there's gotta be a guy in a workshop. You know, he's he's doing some hammering away, doing a little bit of the old wood shaving, getting each car ninety eight K. He's making like little marionette puppets and then also making car ninety eight Ks. Yeah, it's like Santa's uh Santa's elves. But for car 98k' for, for Nazi guns and it's not Lapland it's like <laughs> it's a really rundown warehouse uh it's it's difficult because well, you don't know the going price of of a standard gun do you yeah I don't look up the car 98k you know you don't get them off Amazon I can't see the the price history there I'm just looking up a, a modern gun like how much you would pay for a pistol say a handgun and for comparison's sake a glock 42 semi-automatic pistol which is very different to a car 98k but just so you know how much like a gun costs uh this glock pistol is 469 99 uh us dollars on uh on this hunting website that i've found uh that i'm not going to name because it's not sponsored, and I don't want—I don't want people to actually go buy guns. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Four hundred sixty-nine ninety-nine. Did you say that's quite a? Yeah. Is that more expensive than you'd think or less? I don't know. I think maybe it's more expensive. My instinct tells me. I thought maybe. How much would you pay for a pistol? A pistol? I'd say two hundred quid. Two hundred quid, straight up. Two hundred quid for a pistol. Two hundred fifty on finance. Yeah, I'm sure I would get put on a watch list immediately by like <laughs> my bank. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know I just sort of feel like they're kind of I mean pistols aren't exactly well they are, they're probably mass produced I don't know I was going to say they are mass produced they probably are um, the car 98 k is like something of a something of an old school but they do they do still make it they, they make replicas which as far as I can tell are um, basically what you can get um, if you get a Mauser uh, Car 98 rifle that is the um like replica or otherwise that's all you can really that's all i can find basically okay uh, so with the with the glock costing around 470 pounds i sort of feel like the car because it's a a bigger a bigger gun it's quite you know, slender it's made of wood it's, it fires big bullets and has a very good. Uh, it's able to crack armor very effectively, as we know, Warzone. So. Yeah, crack armor for a chest shot, one shot headshot. Uh, very fast ADS time as well. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I- I'm going to say one thousand pounds. One thousand pounds. Wow. I'm going to say it's quite pricey. But going by the Glock, I mean the price does vary. I'll I will give you a uh, hundred pounds either side of it because there are like loads and. You know what? I'm going to give you that actually. I'm going to give you that because this, the car 98K varies massively in price, um, depending on condition, replica status. A uh, replica you're going to get for about 500 pounds, um, give or take a few. But a uh, this World War II 1944 Nazi Mauser K98 sniper rifle uh, from World War II. Is one thousand four hundred and thirty. So you've oh, wow. basically hit the, the midpoint of that perfectly. That is pricey. One thousand four hundred pounds. So I guess you are getting the this isn't a replica, this is like a mm, real, a real deal one. You know, you're gonna land those headshots, as the other one you're not gonna be able to, I'd imagine. Yeah. You probably can't exactly. load that. You're gonna be firing. It's like a water gun, basically, a water pistol. Although well, to be fair, so, i I found another one where uh used condition, um, World War II German K98, 1940 Mauser, uh, five hundred and seventy-five uh, dollars. So I will uh, say you've hit the exact midpoint of uh of what I feel like you can get a Car 98K4, and for that I'm very impressed. You got a feel for it, man. Wow, well, yeah, I guess that's that that feel, that instinct has come back. Yeah, you just you just know you just know about the it's it's all about the vibes with you with your, yeah, with your guns. And it does say. One thousand pounds to me when I do fire a car, take k exactly. I wouldn't pay any more to uh, to uh, to own one to hold one. <laughs> so the one you've highlighted, I wouldn't buy, but the one just now, yes, maybe. Yeah, like if you if you get in it, that that was like an opening bid as well. So you'd have to get in early and then like um, snipe snipe the bid at the end to try and. To try and get that for for the price you're looking you're looking for. Yeah, maybe I'll uh, I'll get on it. And this is where the podcast gets taken down because the authorities are onto us. The fact that I'm about to buy a car 98K. <laughs> yeah, well, at time of this airing, he's probably already bought it. So yeah, I'm gonna take it to my birthday, my birthday. <laughs> yeah, your birthday celebration in the park. Get some tinnies in a car 98K. <laughs> <laughs> and Some knickknacks. Uh, well, the thing is, we yeah we were saying at the start actually that they might surprise me by shooting me, but then <laughs> you uh, come prepared. I, I would have come prepared with my car 98k. So yeah, I would have sniped them, which well, I guess would defeat the point of a meet because I I would have shot them and we wouldn't actually be able to interact. No, and um, have some drinks. And but- shooting someone, especially with a car 98k, is a classic social distancing activity that you can you can do without having to you know break the rule of six or whatever yes you know you could just shoot me right now um if you put a scope on that like there's actually a very good vantage point from the um from the cliffs above my house so yeah i'm a sitting duck right now i'm not armored up nothing get the sniper scope you'll see the glint but yeah i'll see the glint but it'll be too late by that time anyway thank you very much for listening once again to this episode of warzone audio bang uh if you want to make sure you never miss an episode then be sure to subscribe via your podcasting app of choice and there's also a number of other ways you can support the show. You can follow us on Twitter, RPS is at RockPaperShot, I am at James MacLaw. and Ed is at FromEdward. You can chat to some lovely people on the RPS Discord, discord discord.gg rockpapershotgun and also you can get some sweet garms in the form of RPS shirts and hoodies. Just head over to our official Teespring store to see what beautiful tactical equipment we're selling. And for all your PC gaming needs, make sure you head on over to RockPaperShotGun.com. Goodbye, see you next time. See ya.